Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome once again, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn How I Met Your Mother podcast on the internet. We are here for the season two finale. I am your host, Josh, here with my best bud, John. How are you today, my sir? Sad. Wrapping up season two today. That's right. Season two, episode 22, something blue. (laughs) 22. We're feeling 22, folks. Listen, for those of you who don't know, we're going to tell a side story here for a second. Josh's favorite number is 222. It's true. So this is a very special episode for a very special boy. Oh, thank you. I am not blue, though. I am green, and I'm going to die, as the song says. (laughs) Oh, shit. There, there's an entire generation of people who have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Kids, there was a song uh, back in the day called oh. Blue Daba Dee Daba Die. But uh, I don't know if this was ever confirmed, but people started taking the Daba Dee Daba Die and saying, if I was green, I would die. I don't know if it was ever confirmed to be that's what they were actually saying, but... You know, that's what I like to say whenever I hear the song. Kids! <laughs> Kids! Kids, let me hey, tell you about a crazy thing called the late 90s. <laughs> hey, man, I it's just... the season two finale. I had to get a kids in there. Just saying. Well, I thought about doing something in the last episode, but since we got complained about it, I've been trying to cut it out more. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, we are here. For, like I said, Season 2, Episode 22, Something Blue, the Season 2 finale, which originally aired on May 14th of 2007, directed by Pamela Fryman, of course, written by the showrunners Craig Thomas and Carter Bays. I'll be honest, I was a little surprised that the, the, the other episode wasn't, it wasn't also done by them, because, I mean, they, they work together. Yeah, really, or or yeah. vice versa. The guy who did the last one didn't do this one. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I was surprised that they they weren't done by the same person, but they weren't. Um, showrunners did this one, and they did it beautifully, of course, as always. Uh, summary for this one, even shorter than the last one. At Marshall and Lily's wedding reception, Ted and Robin unveil a shocking secret. But is it really shocking? <laughs> 
I no, mean, I don't think it is. When I think shocking, I think never mind. <laughs> you think peeing <laughs> the electric fence. Don't <laughs> don't whiz on the electric fence. <laughs> oh fuck. That's right. We're taking it. We're taking it old school today. We're we're taking it back. Taking it back. Uh, so this episode starts off with Lily and Marshall being uh, announced for the first time as a married couple, though they're not sharing the same last name. They do, however, talk about making up a new last name, which I think would have been hilarious. Uh, they come up with a few funny options like Skywalker, Hasselhoff, and Awesome. awesome. Mr. and Mrs. Awesome. Yeah, but I think it's really cool because they don't end up changing their last names, obviously, you know. Yeah. But Marvin does get a amazing middle name. He does. He does. Marvin, um, wait for it, Erickson. Yeah. Um, and and right there, they choose, they give their child the Erickson name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they don't give him the Aldrin name, but Lily chose to keep her last name, which, I mean, hey, that's cool. But I just thought it was interesting that they then also chose to give their child the Erickson name. Um, but we do know somebody who changed completely, cha- like created a new last name when they got married. Uh, a friend of ours uh, uh, did that. They just took their two last names and put them together, like not hyphenated, just made a new last name uh, out of the two of them, which I think that was pretty inventive. And now I didn't I can... know that you were allowed to do that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can change your last name uh, when you get married. It, it makes sense that you can, Change your last name to whatever you want. So yeah, you, I, I mean, you could change theoretically change your name as long as you give good enough reason to Luke Skywalker if you really wanted to. But I mean, like, I didn't know a man could change his last name during a marriage as well. Oh yeah, like yeah. Some I, I, I mean, I don't know anybody personally, but I know that this happens where instead of the woman doing like changing their last name, the man does sometimes instead. Well, no, I, I know, know that, that, but I mean, like. Like you said, though, they took both last names and made a new last name out of that. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't know you could do that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know you could do that until they did that. And I thought that was really cool. So, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we, we know, we definitely know somebody who did it. And uh, it would have been funny if Marshall, I was trying to come up with like a merged version of Erickson and Aldrin. And I couldn't come up with anything that was, that worked. For the for that last name for those two last names, Aldrinson. Yeah, it just doesn't flow. Where I don't know, no. maybe like Aldrickson. Ah, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I think they should have been Mister and Mrs. Awesome. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys met the Awesomes? Yeah, I think it would have been awesome. You know, just saying. Uh, so Ted and Robin uh, are uh, dancing. Ted says, uh, "Now that the wedding is over." Starting tomorrow, they can tell people. And Barney instantly chimes oh, yeah. in. And he's like, tell, tell me what? what? Tell him what? What? Uh, they avoid telling him, uh, even though he's constantly hounding them. He even goes over. This is where I noticed that they have a DJ. Because he goes over to the DJ's table and gets on the microphone. Yeah. To continue to bug I love how he does that. Because he's like, tell them what? Tell them whoever has the black something something. Your lights yeah. on. Tell him why. Like, <laughs> yeah, he does. He does a car announcement, uh, which hey, he's on the mic. He's got a job to do now. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so after the opener, uh, they are at the wedding bar again, which I find funny 
because in the previous episode, after the opener, they were at it was the wedding bar. Yeah, that's that's how it started. Was at the wedding bar, um, and so after this opening, they're at the wedding bar, but it's a completely different bartender there. We never see the douche guy from the other episode. Yep, I think maybe he either got lost getting the almonds, or maybe <laughs> he got fired for being a d bag. I don't know, or, or maybe maybe Brad met him outside and tackled him <laughs> yeah. in his pursuit for Scooter. <laughs> Sorry, Lily, I tackled your bartender. <laughs> I won't say what I want to say right now, but if you watch Zach Morris's trash, you know where I'm going with this. That is true. <laughs> and uh, he probably did. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they, they all agree to tell uh, Barney after... Lily and Marshall leave for the honeymoon. So Ted, Ted and Robin come to an agreement. They're going to tell Barney uh, what happened after Marshall and Lily leave because they don't they don't want to ruin their their day. You know. Uh, then Lily and Marshall come over wanting help because they haven't been able to eat anything uh, throughout the entire night as they keep getting food blocked. You yeah. say so. The gang agrees to help, and I'm going to say this as somebody who has gone through a wedding. Fuck that noise. You ain't stopping me from eating the food that I paid for. I will stop the wedding dead and be like, give me my fucking food. If a caterer touches my plate before I've eaten it, I'm a bitch smack somebody. Like, no fucking way. I pay all that money and I ain't going to get to eat it. Well, and that's the thing that kind of irritates me. It's like, so they're sitting there about to eat the salad at one point. Like, Mm -hmm. because this is where like they show like how they've tried to eat. And things keep happening around them. Yeah. They've got salad plates there. And then everybody's like, oh, kiss, kiss, kiss. First off, you got to do it while they're about to eat. Yeah. Like, you're going to let them have, like, a couple moments. Yeah. And, like, the caterer guy who, like, the waiter who took it away, I'm just like, it's obviously not been touched, guy. Right? Like, what? (laughs) You come over and say, are you done with this? And I, I can clear it. You don't just take the damn thing. It's like, uh-uh, I would be... You I'd be, him guy. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd be smacking some, some people around. And that's like, a guy, pal. What, well, yeah, what I did at my wedding, everybody ate. I'm not walking around while it's time. People are eating. I shouldn't be walking around bothering them, just like they shouldn't <laughs> be bothering me. I'm going to eat, you're going to eat, then we'll all mingle, folks. They're, I was going to say, they're all like, kiss, kiss. There's fucking time for that. I want my food. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, after I eat my salad, bitch. And then you eat your salad. <laughs> yeah, I hated the whole ting, ting, kiss, kiss. Like, fuck you, man. Why don't you go watch a porno if you want to see that? <laughs> Why are you so invested in watching me kiss my lady? Like, get out of here. How many times did somebody start a kiss or kiss jam several they tried uh but we were like no on most of them (laughs) we're just like no get out of here with that noise now see (laughs) had i been the good best friend that i should have been and been there i could have counteracted every one of them it would have been hilarious i'm sure (laughs) i'd be like who started that you're out of here like oh you want me to kiss somebody Okay, I'll kiss you since you're the one taking the glass. You tink the glass, you get kissed. 
by this guy. I'm still sad I didn't just get to throw a five-pound bag of rice. It's true. I was going to throw a whole bag and all, like not even open it. Yeah, you could have done it from uh, from because it was a barn. You could have done it from the top. And just yes. right out the top of the barn. Bam! <laughs> You're like, hey, Josh. I'm like, what? <laughs> Unconscious. I'm in a coma for three days. Someone's like, what the fuck happened to Josh? I don't know, but this five-pound bag of rice came out of nowhere. <laughs> Caterers must have just left it there. <laughs> oh, to make it even funnier, I would have bought Rico's rice. I mean, that was good stuff, man. We We bought that all the time. All the time. Uh, so they then uh, run into Lily's grandma, Lois, uh, who we previously saw in the bridal shower episode, which is yep. a good one. Uh, she mentions that there will be a conga line, and future Ted takes us back a few weeks where they're all sitting around talking about the typical cliched wedding stuff that they refuse to do at uh, their wedding, including a conga line. Uh, Marshall then recites the like first was it first Corinthian or whatever. Yeah, but that makes thing. me laugh because you don't know what they're doing at first. Like you hear yeah. like the conga line, and then Ted's like, "Ooh, how about a, the slide a video show. package yeah. of you guys to Green Day's Time of Your Life where it ends of childhood pictures?" And they're like, "Yes, that's going on the list." And then Barney's like, "What list? Things we don't want to do." And then he's yeah. like, "Oh, like First Corinthians." Yeah, and he's like, I don't remember how it goes, and then Marshall recites the whole thing, whole thing, and they're all and he like, does it, and he does it beautifully too, with so like emotion, yeah. And then they're all like, "Yeah, that's stupid." I'm like <laughs> going on the list, What's going on the list. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Robin's like lame, lame. <laughs> of course, Robin would say that. <laughs> Just thought was great. Uh, so when they get back to their table. Their food is gone again. again. And Marshall is not pleased. Uh, Bar- Barney then tells them he sees some mini quiche. And they run off, giving Barney the chance to ask Ted and Robin about what is going on. Uh, Ted starts telling the story. It was Ted and Robin's anniversary. They were uh, at the same restaurant that he stole the blue French horn from. Which, Ooh. why would you? I, I mean, I'll be honest. Why would you? Like, I understand that it's significant. But you literally stole this thing, and it's still in possession. Why go back there, Here's risking the thing, getting caught? How did those people not recognize him? It could have been somebody who wasn't working there at first, like the, Maybe. the, the people that were. Because it was a couple of years, right? I mean, end of season two. Like yeah, they, they keep in line with with the year, so it's been like two years uh, at this point. But I mean, obviously somebody does recognize him <laughs> at some point but uh yeah i'm assuming he's just a new guy uh they 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 were either there or they weren't there or whatever uh and so the waiter brings them some champagne uh on the house but before the story continues marshall and lily return they're not finding the mini quiche and barney's like oh, oh i'm so that they moved them because they had to make room for the chocolate fountain over there and they're like and they take off again uh, stupidly believing Barney uh, whenever he talks about anything. Yeah. <laughs> Ted continues the story and it's revealed that in Robin's glass of champagne was an engagement ring. Barney is shocked and he's like, no, 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 don't get married. Don't get married. And Ted's like, that's what she said. Uh, when we see Robin's reaction, 
she's desperately saying, no, 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 no. There's this whole thing. Uh, Ted repeats it later. I wish I could have memorized it. It's, uh, it was so good. No, 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 no. Ted, don't do this to me. No, 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 no. There's a little bit more. He he keeps going. He says more to it. Um, yeah, but it's 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 hilarious the way he just kind of like she like says it like passionately, like no, like she really is saying no. And he just speaks it, and it's just really funny the way he does it. And uh then the guy behind them stands up and says that it's his ring, and he proceeds to propose to his girl that he's there with. And for those of you who don't know, um, I don't know how I first learned about this, but I've known this fact for, for a while now, uh, that this proposal that takes place is a real proposal that happens. Yes. The, the couple that is there um, are friends of one of the writers, Matt Kuhn. Uh, the guy, uh, his name is Tim Russo. He asked to be allowed to propose to his girlfriend on the set. Uh, and the writers worked it into the episode for him. Uh, everybody on set, except for his girlfriend, uh, whose name is Jaina, knew that the prop ring was actually swapped out for a real ring I- in this take. So it was originally like they were still supposed like she thought it was just, you know, a prop ring and they were just part of the scene. Little did she know he was actually proposing to her. And thankfully for him, she said yes. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so before we get to where i know this is gonna go that's a beautiful scene like the fact that you mm-hmm. have your proposal forever cemented in a tv show yeah. is absolutely amazing yeah um and it's just so special like yeah like i can't imagine having that now i know what you want to ask so go ahead and ask it uh i mean the only thing i i want to ask is what do you think would have happened if she had said no? Exactly. Yeah. I knew that was coming. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they'd have been like, okay, reset. Everything reset. Right? Dana, we need you to say I do. <laughs> oh, no. They would have been like, um, okay, we're going to get a couple of, a couple new extras <laughs> in here. How about you two? You come over to this table. You guys figure out your shit. <laughs> Yeah, that would have oh, been man. that would have been real bad, but oh, you know, real funny. Yeah, real fun. funny for us, probably not for them. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, so Robin is really embarrassed about her reaction. Um, Ted, but Ted is like, you know, what the hell was that? He, like, he doesn't think it was funny at all. He's like, what? What the hell was, was that reaction, Robin? Uh, and then they get into this argument, and Ted just does not want to let it go, which I don't blame him. You know, he is, he knows what he wants. And even though he is naively blinding himself to what Robin wants, like he should know by now what Robin wants in life and, and what she doesn't want. I mean, and you yet, think so after a year of dating. Yeah. And yet he continues to act like she'll change her mind. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's just a phase kind of a kind of a thing, and I mean it's really at this point in her life it's not you know this she doesn't want any of that. Uh, and then we go back to the wedding. Marshall and Lily they come back. They're not happy with Barney uh, that because he lied again. But <coughs> Lily is now drunk uh, after having four glasses of champagne. 
just so she could eat the strawberries that were floating in the glass. And then she heads off to get some more. Uh, I don't know how, like, we never learned how much Marshall drinks, but we do, I mean, eventually we see he's pretty drunk too. Uh, later on, like when they do the cake, we see that. But we, yeah, we, we have no idea. Like, we know that she had four at, just at that, before that point. And that was really fast. And on an empty stomach. Yeah, yeah. And so she is, she's, she's pretty, she's pretty blitzed. Over she's sloshed, dude. Like, yeah, she's gone. Man. Yeah. Uh, so they get back into the story, back at the restaurant. Uh, they talk about where they want to be in five years. You know, Ted wants to be married. <coughs> Robin wants to travel. You know, someplace Argentina. Like Argentina, yeah. Ted then realizes that maybe they have an expiration date. <coughs> Barney concludes that they must have broken up. Uh, then we see Lily leading a conga line past them, but no sign of Marshall. At first, I was like, oh, is Lily and Marshall leading a conga line? Then I was like, wait a minute. And I rewound the episode. And I was like, no, it's just Lily. Just Lily. And like her grandma and a bunch of random other people. And Marshall's nowhere to be found. I have no idea where he went, but I would have been like hunting down some food if I was him, just like grabbing food off people's plates. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm the groom here. This is my wedding. I'm taking your your rack of lamb or whatever. Thank you, sir. Uh, Ted says that the story isn't over. This is kind of a running thing throughout it. You know, Barney continued. He's like, tell me, you know, tell me the story's not over whenever it's something he doesn't quite like. Uh, at the restaurant, one of the guys realizes that Ted is the guy yeah. who stole, stole the blue French horn. And so Ted decides to try and run. And he's very unsuccessful as he plows into a waiter. And uh, both him and Robin get covered in spaghetti. And this explains why we saw them two episodes ago covered in spaghetti when they came over to Marshall Lily's place. Yep. So like they, cause they never explained that they walk in. They're like, Oh, we'll tell you later. And then they never mention it again until yeah, right now. Yeah, because was having a freak out when yeah. they walk in. Yeah. So now two episodes later, we finally learn why uh, they had been completely covered in spaghetti sauce. Uh, Ted then apologizes to the guy. He's like, I want to make this right. And then he tries to bolt again and slips and falls. I'm like, Ted, just stop, man. Just stop. You're not. You're not getting anywhere. Nope. <laughs> uh, we then head over to Robin's apartment. Uh, they're continuing to talk about the, the situation, everything. Ted decides that they should move to Argentina together. And Robin agrees. It's like, what? Barney, not happy about this either. Um, he all, also, he kind of knows a lot about Argentina. Um, I know he says that uh, he, he, day, he, he hooked up with like an Argentinian exchange student. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot. Chatty. Yeah, I just still I feel like it's a lot for him to just know from that. But hey, maybe that maybe that's the real reason. I don't know. Um, but again, the story isn't over, John. It's not over. So we'll go back. Ted and Robin making out on the couch. Robin tells Ted that she can't do this to him, you know, but he's okay with it. And she even says that if she was ever gonna have kids, she would have want to have them with Ted, which that's a big step for her. That's a huge step. Yeah. And then they proceed to have some unprotected sex. Uh, and we see at the wedding reception that Ted is drinking a beer and Robin is drinking water, causing well, Barney to think that Robin is pregnant. 
She'd been drinking water the whole time, though. The last episode and this episode. It was one of the few things that I caught. Yeah, see, I didn't catch it in the previous episode. And up until this, I really hadn't caught it either. It's just something I wasn't thinking about, you know what I mean? Uh, until until this, this I just moment. chalked it up that they probably didn't have something there that she would want to drink. Or maybe, maybe she was dehydrated and just wanted to... Uh, yeah, maybe. Or, you know, maybe she's uh, trying to sober herself up for the weekend. Who knows? <laughs> she's like, I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be all drunk this weekend. You know, right. I got some shit to do. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, so like I said, you know, Barney thinks that uh, that she's pregnant. Um, then this is where we get to the Marshall and Lily trying to feed each other cake scene. Yeah. Which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's like. She's wobbly. His vision's all messed up, and he, you know, he's like, you know, don't smash it in my face. It's a cliche. I just want to eat it. And she's like, it'll be really funny though. And then she just fucking collapses she on the floor. Eats it, dude. <laughs> it's so good. But then he helps her right back up. Like she gets up. Like oh, it's yeah. just one of those things. Yeah, and then I've play it off. She's okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've both definitely done that. I know I have. I have no idea what you're talking about, sir. I think I know. I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, like I said, they get up. They don't. They don't eat any cake. Yeah. They they get up and then they leave to go on yeah. their honeymoon. To like, go they, on the honeymoon. They, they don't do anything else. It's just like, well, that was good enough. We're out. So everybody listen. else, eat the cake. We're gone. This I thought about this at this point, okay? Because like I I was watching it and I go, I never really thought about it like this. But so they leave, they go get fast food and you know take off. How long do you think everybody stayed? It's a good question. Um, I don't know. I've never been. I never. I've never stayed at a wedding long enough to see the bride and groom just leave for a honeymoon like that. And we didn't do that for ours, so I I, I don't know how long somebody would stay because it, it it seems like it would get a little awkward at, at some point. You would think so, because I mean, yeah. then I mean, what are you really there for at that point? The people you're there to see left. Yeah. Do you fucking scarf down a little bit more food, drink, and yeah, at that point, yourself? at that point, it's like I'm just hanging out at a bar now. They didn't even yeah. open gifts. That's true. I mean, a lot of times I feel like they you don't do that until after, but some do, some don't. But yeah, they. I don't even think we really saw them. So like, did we even really see the? I don't even think we saw the gift table, did we? Yeah, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, it was very, it was a very interesting wedding, uh, to say the least. Uh, so they're all outside. Uh, Barney is telling them the downsides of having a kid, and Ted says once again that the story isn't over. Uh, so we go back to Robin's apartment. They start talking again. They realize it's not going to work. You know, they're not going to go to Argentina and have kids and all this other stuff. You know, they they decide it's time to call it and and give back the, the blue French horn, which is a pretty emotional scene, I think, uh, when, when they make this decision. And it also explains the missing blue French horn from a few episodes ago in yep. Robin's apartment. Uh, as well because i remember us talking about that because they don't make any reference to it you just have to notice that it's gone yeah Yeah. and this explains uh exactly why it's gone uh and as they're all talking about what happened a little boy comes up and asks robin to dance which i thought was really cute 
we also see Marshall and Lily in the limo. And then it's revealed that uh, Ranjit is the driver, which I feel like it's been a while since we've seen him. I feel like it has. Yeah. Uh, and they ask him to make a stop where they go uh, to yeah. a fast food joint. But I, I love his response, though, before we go. They're <laughs> like, can we make a quick stop? He's like, you don't have to stop. You can be man and wife back there. I won't watch. Yeah, we're friends. I won't watch. I love Ranjit. Did you catch the name of the fast food place that they go to? It's on I the did. wall. I did. I remember. Well, he says it too, but not that I can recall it off the top of my head. It's called Wiener Burger. That's what it was. <laughs> I'm like, that's a pretty cool name. I like it. And the cashier is Scoot McNary. I don't know if you know, if you remember this guy. Okay. I know. I know what you would know him from though. Okay. Justice League guy in the wheelchair. Or is it Batman v Superman guy in the wheelchair? That blows up. Oh. It's one of those movies. I oh, it, it's got to be Batman v Superman. Because yeah. it's Lex Luthor that does it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. That's yeah. him? That's him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's Scoot Mc- a young Scoot McNary. I just, I love how, because he's like so nice. He's like, oh, you guys coming from the prom? Yeah. Mars was like, nah. But thanks. But and thanks, he's like, man. No, no, we just got married. He's like. I gotta tell you this, man, but your wife just threw up in the trash. <laughs> I'm like, and Marshall's like, my wife. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a great moment. And then you go back to the fucking limo and they're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, future Ted uh, says that they both got, him and Robin both got what they wanted in the end. Robin, you know, she did end up living in Argentina, which actually happens. Right after this, yep. it, it takes place between this episode and the premiere of the next season. Yeah, um, that's when she's actually there. Gael, Gael, uh, as is well, Gail, Gail, uh, as well as uh, you know, living in Japan for a while, which we do eventually see in season four for a few episodes. <laughs> the monkey, um, <laughs> and uh, a few other places uh, he mentions as well. Um, and he went on obviously to meet you know his kid's mother. You know, so. They, they all got what they had wanted in the no. end. No, no, they don't. Because then Tracy dies, and he ends up with a skank named Robin. Yeah, but hey, hey, he hadn't ended up with Robin yet. I know. So that hasn't happened yet, sir. The mother, the other part has, yeah, definitely happened. But he's still, you know, in his, I mean, I don't think he would have traded any of it. No. Because I don't, him, he and Robin were not meant to be yet. No, that's the way I look no, at it. No, they both do a lot of growing between now and yeah. the end of season nine. Yeah, you know, his time with Tracy, it, it was it that was meant to be. It's sad that she didn't make it, but that's life, you know. Unfortunately, that is life. You're gonna make me fucking cry, dude. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get there in seven seasons. Seven, <laughs> and like. Five years, by the way, we keep recording. <laughs> I mean, if we can get on top of it, it'll be like three and a half ish. <laughs> uh, so Ted heads back outside to have a drink and a smoke with Barney. Barney apologizes for what happened, and then uh, Ted agrees. <coughs> Ted agrees to be Barney's wingman once more, making him making Barney super no, 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 excited. No. Barney agrees to be Ted's wingman. 
Oh, that's yeah. Well, I mean, they're gonna be each other's wingman, realistically. Yeah, I mean, it's what it is. But yes, you are right. You're right. He says uh, uh, he, Barney asks him if he's gonna need a wingman. Um, and Barney's super super excited about that. Uh, and then the episode ends with Barney excited, saying, "We are back!" And Ted, my boy, it's gonna be legend. Wait, Wait for, for it. it. Fade to black. Yes. The Sopranos. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, man, a hell of a way to end uh, an episode, hell of a way to end the season. Uh, that was uh, season two, episode 22, something blue. Uh, John, what are your uh, overall thoughts on the episode? This is just a fun episode. Like, it's so. Everybody's got those problems of weddings. Like, nothing goes right. You got to try to get the food when you can. Like, yeah. Uh, the, the episode 21 and episode 22 together, though, they're just so special. They are. And while we're recording this, why don't you just, why don't you mention, because 21 and 22 go together, and then you made the reference about season eight or season. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So these two, the, the two final episodes here are something borrowed and something blue. The two episodes at the end of season eight that lead up to the wedding in season nine, because the entirety of season nine is is the wedding, yeah. are something old and something new. And I thought that was really cool that they that they went back for that reference. Yeah. To fill it back out for the the other major wedding that takes place uh, in this show. So Oh yeah, because there's a lot of small weddings that happen or almost happen on this show. That's true. That's true. You know, there's there there's Ted and Victoria. Well, yep. there's Victoria and Klaus. Klaus, yeah. And yep. then there's Ted, Victoria, Ted, and Stella. <laughs> then uh, their friends in the, in the first season. What the hell are their names? Oh, uh, Stuart and Stuart Claudia. And, and Claudia, yeah. So like, uh, there's. And um, then it, oh, uh, 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 damn it. What's his name? Uh, Schmosby. What the hell's his name? Oh, Punchy. Punchy. They, they do his wedding. Adam. His name's yeah. Adam. Yep, yep. Adam Puncherelli, that's what his name is. Uh, yeah, they do his wedding. Yeah, there are a lot of weddings. You're right. And then, then you get the Stella and um, oh yeah, the, the other dick bag, du- douchebag there. Uh, yeah. What's his fucking name? I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's not. Oh my god, what's his name? Oh. It's Jerry comes to mind, but it's not Jerry. No, I don't remember because I I don't like this guy. He's such a dick. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh Yeah. Uh, Barney Zoe or not Zoe. Oh uh, no, uh, um, um uh, Quinn. Quinn. And then obviously the end with Barney and uh, and Robin. Yep. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them, man. <laughs> or uh, Barney. Ted and Robin. <laughs> Ted and Robin. Or Ted Ted no, Tracy. Ted and Tracy. Let's say not Ted and Robin. But yeah, a lot. Lots of stuff happening here, man. So much. Weddings galore, uh, but we love it nonetheless. Um, but yeah, so since the episode is over, it is time for the season two finale of Barney's Barney. Blog. Suit up, motherfucker! Yeah, I like it. <laughs> nice, little, nice little switch up there. All right, so this one, I had to do a little bit of editing on the uh, the actual blog because... The original blog post had included graphs, like photos of graphs. But when they transferred them, when they grabbed them for the wiki page from the old archive, the pictures were gone. And so there are no pictures for this one. Oh, no. So, so like, there were certain, like, 
there were certain lines that referenced specifically talked about like if you look at this so i'm not going to say those so uh i made it so that i can just read it and it'll you know still make sense okay but i wanted to give everybody the heads up of that so this one is called visual aid visual laid <laughs> yeah. and uh this one was also written on tuesday may 8th of 2007 barney doing double uh blog duty on that day uh okay so it starts off i'm a visual learner i learned to ride a bike watching et learned to swim from fast times at ridgemont high and learned about the birds and bees from my cousin's copy of mouth karate three <laughs> But perhaps the best visual aids are numbers. What, John? His name's Tony. Tony, that's right. But perhaps the best visual aids are numbers. Statistically speaking, numbers are correct 83% of the time, which makes them an invaluable tool, ahem, when trying to convince a newly single friend that he will once again get laid. My best friend Ted recently secured a last-minute reprieve from the death row of monogamy. Sure, <laughs> heartbreak hurts, but a little cold heart analysis reminds us that there are greener pastures ahead. Pastures you get to have sex in. <laughs> All right, so Barney, there are, I think there are three. Yeah, there are three uh, in this. So the first one is Barney Stinson's hookup percentages. I enjoy a 300% increase in hookup potential with Ted as wingman. He is, after all, my best friend. Almost as importantly, Ted's numbers skyrocket when he quests with me. Like a remora feasting on scraps that fall from the jaws of a great white, Ted revels in my hookup trickle-down effect or the the cake-in-the-wake phenomenon. Uh, Then we got past wingman ruses and relative success rates. Uh, Ted has proven himself time and time again to be a top-tier wingman, versatile enough to switch gears successfully between several classic techniques, yet not versatile enough to steal top pair from me. Women have expressed a particular fondness for the business angle, be it an agent client celebrating a closure or international businessmen in town for the conference. When a great suit and Ted's uh, ratty blazer are introduced, the combination screams money and power while chicks scream our names, whether they might be, uh, whatever they might be at that particular evening. Of course, with Ted out, uh, out of the pond for a year and a half, he is undoubtedly out of shape. Uh, I fully anticipate a foreign, his foreign accents to have atrophied to uh, Costanarian proportions I'm assuming referencing Kevin Costner and his uh, poor usage of accents, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, necessitating modifications to at least 17% of our repertoire. Now, had he introduced the 83 and 17 in the actual show at this point? Nope. I don't remember if we talked about it. No, because the last time he did a statistic, it was still... Okay. It was wrong. So the first reference is in a blog post. That's hilarious to me. Or No. Honestly, I don't remember. I don't remember us talking about the 83 yet. But, I mean, it's possible. I just don't remember us talking I mean, about this it. has been a really shit. If we have, yeah. we've been having such a shit time with recording. that It's true. Yeah. Anybody who's been listening, if you remember us talking about 
the 83 and, and like that it had been a thing already, let us know because I honestly don't remember. Uh, so personally, I'd like to introduce a dot-com billionaire angle as well as explore the Rain Man caretaker brother approach <laughs> and maybe something with animals like a Patch Adams for dogs. <laughs> and the last one is forecasted rate for the rest of 2007. Uh, on the, so I did leave this one. It's the, the left axis of this chart represents the level of hotness for future hookups following a traditional scale of one to 12 with one being toothless mulleted <laughs> female con and a 12 being her daughter. The numbers uh, project a consistent bevy of quality fare for the barnacle, while Ted, after just five days of Stinsonian wingmanship, is able to limp out of the cellar and bag himself a 10, Presum presumably one I've passed on for any number of reasons, including, but not limited to, pigeon tonus. I don't know why that's the one he chooses to say, but... Who knows? Uh, at that rate, Ted will bring home a 15 in about a week, a practice I cannot support. In conclusion, statistical analysis provides enormous insight, allowing gentlemen across the world to harness the power of numbers for good, not evil. As for Ted and I, regardless of how you break down the numbers, the future is bright, very bright indeed. And there it is, folks. <laughs> that was Barney's blog for... This the season two finale of Barney's blog. Uh, so, John, now that the, the season is done, what are your thoughts uh, on the season overall? I know that you typically start with this season. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Uh, on I mean, so for me, it's it's weird because, like, I hate how it's always the fight for them. <laughs> like, Marshall and I got to get back together. And then there's the fast engagement. <clears throat> boom, they're married by the end of the season. Yeah. But at the same time, it gets all the drama back out of the way. And going forward from season three, it's, I mean, you get all the fun shit right at the beginning where, you know, Robin comes back and she's, she's got Gael yeah. and Ted's moved on. And I or think we has also, he? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, and then Barney starts his pining for Robin in the season. Yeah. So, I mean, like we're looking towards a lot of great shit right now. It's true. And it's, it's kind of like a slingshot. You gotta get pulled back to get shot forward, and that's we're true, ready, man. That's like true. we're ready to start to see the fun. Absolutely. You want to know one of the things I kind of love thinking about the this season as a whole? They technically have three weddings this season. They they have the two that we see in yeah. in these two episodes, and they get married for like twelve seconds on a boat. Oh yeah, remember from the sea captain. Yeah. yeah. So technically they have they have they get married three different <laughs> times. You guys are not married. Wait, what? <laughs> like so like thinking about like all the yeah, like all the stuff that they went through, you know, the season starts and they're split up for a while. You know? Oh yeah. And like you we have to deal with all of that and like kind of not liking Lily for a little while and and learning stuff, you know, about like how Barney helped get them back together and, and seeing, you know, because uh, Marshall and Lily split up, but Ted and, and Robin got together right at the end of season one. So yeah. then we see how their relationship builds throughout the season as well. So like, I mean, I, I'd like the season, but there's a lot. Yeah. Like it's hard getting through that first, like third of the season. 
because of of Marshall and Lily's still being split. It's a real teeter totter. Like when you think about it, because it's like good happens. (laughs) Oh no, now it's shifting. Oh no, it's re shifting. Oh wait, now we're getting that. And it's like I I don't mind that in shows. Yeah. What really irritates me though is like, uh, what was the one show that I recently had done and I told you, oh, when I did Castle. I, I was like, I loved Castle, and I could get past how Castle constantly fucks up crying scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. But the one thing that I really hated was is that they're like, will Castle and Beckett get together? Oh, no, they can't. Oh, they're so close. But no, they won't. Oh, here we go again. Oh, it took, no. It took so freaking long. It was ridiculous. It did. And by yeah. the time it happened, I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, they really did it. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, like, I they, didn't give a shit at that point. It, it was like you know the you know the, the the kid who cried wolf kind of a situation, yeah. you know, Just yeah, too many times of it. So yeah, I totally I totally get that. Um, but yeah, like uh, getting back to this season, one of the other things I like, we talked about how you know a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff and then a lot of bad stuff. They managed to take something bad with Ted and Robin breaking up, but soften it to where it didn't hit so hard like the way Marshall and Lily's did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they were okay with it at the end. You know, they, it was kind of mutual at the end and it made the audience feel that way. Yeah. Well, they handled it responsibly though. They talked like adults and they were like, listen, this isn't where I am. This isn't where you are. This isn't what either of us want. They knew that it was get out and they could still remain friends at that point. Yeah. Marshall and Lily had only known each other at that point, and Lily was being a selfish bitch. It's fair. I mean, she she was being a bit selfish. <laughs> she was being a Grinch, as Ted Mosby would say. <laughs> oh, that was a great episode. <laughs> another, right there, another reason why this season. Good stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, do you have anything uh, else that you want to add before we wrap this up? I'm Jed Mosley. <laughs> there it is, folks. Uh, so, uh, Jed, why don't you let them know where they can find you? <laughs> you can find me over at Simply Sane J1 on Twitter. It's the Twitter that corresponds with my podcast blog. Um, obviously, I like to talk about myself. Uh, I had posted a blog not too long ago. I'm working on another current uh, type out, see where things go with that. Um you know, if you want to learn about me, that's the way to do it. Because I mean, I'm I'm really I'm ripping the band aids off one by one and trying to heal and become a new, better person. Hell's yeah, man! Hell's yeah! You can find me uh, on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R, as well as at Movie Blog Merc. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc with a Movie Blog. If you are watching this on YouTube, you are watching it on the Merc with Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that like button. Hit that, smash that subscribe button rather, and uh, click that little bell wherever it happens to be. Uh, and if you're listening on podcast platforms, uh, if you're on, say, Anchor, be sure to leave us a voice message. You know, we'd love to hear from you guys, hear your thoughts. We'll play it on air, talk about it. Uh, and if you're uh, on, like, say, Apple or Spotify, you can leave a five star review if you write something with it. We will uh, read that out on Hell air. Oh, yeah. We want to well, hear from you people. Yeah. Always. And, yeah. 
Uh, and you can follow uh, Last Call at McLaren's on Twitter at Last Call, H-I-M-Y-M, as well as on uh, Instagram. We also have a, a Patreon. Um, that handle is also what we use for our anchor page. Uh, all uh, Last Call, H-I-M-Y-M. Be sure to uh, check us all out there. Um, I think that's all I got for him, John. What do you got for him? Thank you for being a friend. Mm-mm. Travel Mm-mm. down the road and what? back again. What? Yeah. Your heart is true. Yeah. You're a pal and a <sighs> confidant. <sighs> bum, bum, bum. If you threw a party. Sorry. Listen, <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you don't got to listen here. That's right. Catch you guys next time.